What's up, guys? So this is gonna be a little segment that uh, we're gonna start doing. Um, it's just gonna be our weekly power rankings. Um, so for me, we're doing top 12, uh, by the way, because uh, 12 teams make the playoffs. So these are playoff hopefuls. My number 12 spot, the worst of the best, the Cowboys. Go ahead and hate me. Hate me all you want. The Cowboys are the most inconsistent top team in the NFL. Without question, Cowboys are the most inconsistent top team in the NFL. I mean, they lost to the Jets. That, that, that's pretty much all you need to know is that they're, they're a Super Bowl favorite. They play good one week, and then they play bad the next week. Zeke Elliott has a good game one week, rushes for 47 yards on 20 carries the next week. I mean, the Vikings defense is good, but Ezekiel Elliott should have been able to run all over them. Ezekiel Elliott, 20 carries, 47 yards. Dak Prescott had a good game, but Amari Cooper made him look a lot better. Some of those throws, some of those throws were ducks. Some of those throws were going to the sidelines. Not the sidelines, but the sidelines, like the bench. And Amari Cooper would reach out, he would make that catch. Amari Cooper's been amazing this year. He's been their standout player. Dak? Dak has been inconsistent at times. Zeke has been inconsistent. Their defense has been inconsistent. They're 5-4 and four when at the beginning of the season, everybody hopped on the hype train for them and called them Super Bowl favorites. Cowboys are number 12. 11, the Bills. My biggest surprise of the season. I did not expect the Bills to be playing like the Bills. I thought the Bills were just going to have another Buffalo season, you know? Below average to just barely average season, team, hit or miss with the playoffs with the Bills. Their defenses look good. Josh Allen has looked pretty good this year. And overall, I think that they have a pretty solid chance in the playoffs. Um, maybe, maybe get past the first round. Probably won't, but they've looked pretty good this year. Bills at 11. 10, the Steelers. What a turnaround. What a turnaround. I'm a Baltimore fan. I hate to say it, but the Steelers have played amazing. Pittsburgh has made the biggest turnaround of the year, and that is due to Mike Tomlin and their offensive line. Also, the signing of Minka Fitzpatrick and the improvements they've made to their defense. Mason Rudolph is not a good quarterback. I hate to say it, Steelers fans, Mason Rudolph is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. But Mike Tomlin is making it work. Mike Tomlin is pulling that Sean McVay genius card and taking a subpar quarterback like McVay is doing with Jared Goff, and he's making it work. Steelers at 10. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, his previous three starts, three losses. When's the next time you're going to hear that? I mean, he's played well. Actually, he's played really well. But this is on their defense. This is all on their defense. The Chiefs, if they had even a slightly better defense, top five. Top five right now. No question. Patrick Mahomes is having another MVP type year. Had he not missed those three weeks, maybe this would have been different. 
Andy Reid, I think, is a fantastic coach. Patrick Mahomes is, in my opinion, the most well-rounded quarterback in the NFL. But, I mean, the Chiefs defense has been struggling, and they've been costing games. So, Chiefs at 9. Vikings. Biggest win of the season for them over the Cowboys. That that is That is their most monumental win of the year. They are one of the top teams with one of the top offenses in the NFL. They have the best wide receiver duo in the league, and they have the league-leading rusher. Dalvin Cook has played amazing. Kirk Cousins, rocky start to the year. Past four or five weeks, he's played pretty well. Stephon Diggs, I know he's unhappy in Minnesota, but he's still Stephon Diggs. Adam Thielen, he's been injured, but he's still Adam Thielen. This Vikings team is a team to be is not to be messed with. They are a very, very, very strong team. Vikings at eight. Packers. Aaron Rodgers had his most human game of the year last week. 233 yards, no touchdowns, 84 passer rating. It happens. You have a bad week. Even the best do it. Tom Brady's had a bad game. Peyton Manning's had a bad game. Joe Montana's had a bad game. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a bad game. Their defense is what I'm worried about. They look great at the start of the year, but right now they're ranked 28th in total defense in the NFL. So if they can improve their defense, Packers could be top five. They can move up a spot or two. But right now, Packers at seven. Texans. This is all Deshaun Watson. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is all Deshaun Watson. DeAndre Hopkins has had an off year. So... Where does that leave us? This leaves us with someone whose name has been kind of forgotten about because Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson have pretty much dominated the MVP voting over the last few weeks. But don't leave out Deshaun Watson. He is a top-tier player. Not just a quarterback, but a leader. And he's leading this team right now. The defense hasn't looked good. No J.J. Watt. No Jadeveon Clowney. Their offense... Offenses look horrible other than Deshaun Watson. Even DeAndre Hopkins has been dropping passes this year. That's something that you're not going to see again. So if they can improve those small things, move them up a spot. Texans at six. The Saints. Saints would have been higher, but they got blown out by the 1-7 Falcons. Wow, they played bad. That is the third game this year where the Saints failed to score a touchdown. Two of those games, Drew Brees was the starting quarterback. The other game was Teddy Bridgewater's first start this year. And that was a warm-up game for him. Teddy Bridgewater went 5-0 as a starter. Drew Brees is only getting older. I can only imagine what they're thinking right now. Maybe they do need to make a change next year or in the coming years. So, Saints... At five. Seahawks. What a win for them. They took down the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL. Um, Russell Wilson had a rather off game. Yes, he did some great things, but he also did some very, very, very bad things. And that could have cost them the game had Chase McLaughlin not shanked a field goal. Seahawks defense, that game against the Niners looked fantastic. It was Actually, Jadeveon Clowney looked fantastic. The rest of the defense played as normal. Russell Wilson looked human. DK Metcalf, 
I like DK Metcalf. I think he's one of the best young receivers in the game, and I hope that he improves over the course of the year. So right now, Seahawks at four. Patriots. Patriots are still 8-1. That's all I'm going to say. They still have arguably the best defense in the league. Devin McCourty, five interceptions on the year. Stephon Gilmore, three interceptions. Jamie Collins, maybe not the highest in interceptions, but he's making a case for defense player of the year. And actually right now, I believe that he is the front runner in votes uh, for midseason. So even though Tom Brady's look la- looked lackluster, their offenses looked slow, sluggish, uh, non-existent at times, their defense has carried them. This is one of the best defenses we've ever seen. And you don't want to mess with them. Patriots at three. The Ravens. What an offense. Not only that, but what a front office. I mean, you already have Lamar Jackson. You already have Mark Ingram, who's had an amazing year. Pretty much a resurgence of his entire career. He was not the best with New Orleans. Marquise Brown, extremely good rookie. Extremely dangerous. Mark Andrews, turning him turning into one of the best tight ends in the league. But their defense was lackluster. So what did they do? They went out and they signed Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters has three pick sixes on the year, four interceptions total. What team does that? What what team what team thinks to do that? I mean that's a that they're looking to win and they're looking to win now. And they're doing a pretty good job of it. They already took down Russell Wilson and the Seahawks at Century Link at Century Link Field which is not an easy task. That is the loudest stadium in the NFL against an MVP candidate. So Lamar Jackson, my front runner for the MVP right now, Ravens two. Number one, no surprise here, the 49ers. They took a loss. We can blame it on the kicker, and we can blame it on the receivers. Let's not blame it on the offense yet. Let's not blame it on Jimmy Garoppolo. He's still a game manager. Jimmy Garoppolo learned from Tom Brady. Jimmy Garoppolo learned from the best to ever do it. Let's just just get that straight. Even if Jimmy Garoppolo went into New England when he was drafted, even if he went in horrible, didn't have an arm, didn't know how to run a game, I mean, he sure as heck came out looking like he knew what he was doing. I mean, I, I mean, give credit to Tom Brady for teaching this man how to play the game of football. I mean, yeah, he had a rough game against Seattle, but again, he's had a great year. It happens. Don't blame him. Don't move the 49ers down a single spot. 49ers at one. All right, so um, time for my power rankings. Uh, 12, I got the Steelers. Uh, they started off the year one and four. And now they're sitting at five and four. That's four straight. Backup quarterback. Connor's been out the last two weeks. So you just have to take your hats off to uh, Mike Tomlin. He's done a great job coaching. Their defense is elite. Minka Fitzpatrick, Devin Bush, week in and week out, are making plays, getting their team's turnovers, getting Mason Rudolph more opportunities on offense, which he needs every single one that he needs every single one that he's going to get. He's struggling as a quarterback in the NFL, which is okay because it's his second year. 
but they're still winning games because of it. So five and four, that's why they have to be in my top twelve. They they have a really really good chance to get a wild card in uh, the AFC. Eleven, the Dallas Cowboys. Every single week, they one week they look great, then the next week they lose to the Jets or they they lose to the Vikings. Now not the Vikings are a good team, but it's just games that big time games that they need to win to make sure that they can lock up the NFC South. They don't or the NFC East. They don't do. One one positive is Dak Prescott does seem to be making improvement um, week in and week out. He, I think he's becoming more like his rookie yourself where he's being more careful with the ball. Um, he's throwing it very well. Amari Cooper obviously has been a great connection and a great weapon for him. Um, their defense, I thought was going to be a lot better this this year. Their defense has been very lackluster, very lackluster, very underperforming in my opinion. Number 10, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, I did not think they had a chance to make the playoffs in the beginning of the season. I did not think this young defense would come out and play so well. And I did not expect Josh Allen, even though he did not play bad last year, I did not expect the offense to run like this. Now, their running backs, Frank Gore and uh, Singletary, are playing pretty well. And Josh Allen is making smart reads. He's not trying to do too much. He uses his legs when it's, uh, when it's available. And if not, he makes smart throws. So... Bills at Bills at 10. Number nine, the Vikings. Now, this team has the potential to be extremely dangerous. Though over the last six games, they're five and six. Kirk Cousins has thrown 15 touchdowns to one interception, was a 73% completion rate. That's incredible. You also have Delvin Cook, who's leading the league in rushing yards. He's been arguably the best running back in the league next to Christian McCaffrey. And you also have Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen has also been hurt the last week and expected to be in next week as well. And they're still being, they're still able to win without him. Kyle Rudolph. They're finally utilizing this man in the passing game. He's a great blocker, but like he just showed against the Cowboys with two touchdowns. He also was a great receiver. And then Mike Zimmer, who's a defensive minded coach has his defense firing on all cylinders. There are great defense, Harrison Smith, Kendricks. They're going to get, they're going to have good coverage and they're going to get after your quarterback. So Vikings are ninth, but they are an extremely strong ninth as long as Kirk Cousins can just not blow the game. He's he's been great the last six weeks, and that is the main reason why they are five and six. Number eight is the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm extremely high on the Kansas City Chiefs. They are at six and four. Uh, they did lose Patrick Mahomes for two two weeks, and he come back. He came back this week against the Titans and fell to the Tennessee Titans, but not to his fault. He threw for uh, over 400 yards, had three touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in the league. And if his defense was just a little bit above god-awful, they would be probably top three for me. Um, he gets it done. He has he has weapons. He has Tyreek Hill, Hardman, Kelsey, uh, Sammy Watkins. But their defense is just so inconsistent, and they put up they give up so many points that it's just hard to just single-handedly depend on one player to carry you to next levels. Number seven, the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson is playing out of his mind, and I really think he has a great chance to win uh, MVP this year. He's just so good. He's so good with rushing, so good with buying time, so good with passing. He's just playing on a new level. They also have uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who hasn't had the best year, but DeAndre Hopkins is still, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the league. And if not, he's top five, top three for most people. Uh they have Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller, he's been injured. Uh, they do have Kenny Stills, so that's a good second option. 
Also, the running game with Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde has been way better than most people um, would have thought they would have been when the, in the beginning of the season. But my big takeaway and the big thing that hurts this team is actually the defense. They traded the Javion Clowney, which I did not think they <laughs> they got enough for him. And with the loss of J.J. Watt, who season after season cannot stay healthy for a whole entire year, really does hurt this defense. And I think that is their weakness moving forward and for the remainder of the season. Number six is the Packers. Now, the Packers, they do have an 82 record, which is tied for either the second best. Yeah, tied for the second best. You have the Patriots 8-1, 49ers 8-1, and then the Packers and the Seahawks are 8-2. But they're my number six. The reason why they're my number six is because, like Schwab pointed out earlier, their defense isn't as great as we thought it would be in the beginning of the year, how they started the year. Also, uh, their offense is too fundamentally sound on Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron Jones has had two games where he's scored three touchdowns and pretty much won them the game. He's also had a game where he couldn't draw, he couldn't catch a ball for his life, dropped a touchdown, had two fumbles, and he yes, he's a good running back, but he's not consistent enough in the passing game. He has uh, if Devontae Adams is back now, but when Devontae Adams is hurt, when he was hurt, they have no passer threats. Jimmy Graham is old. Yes, he's still good, but he's old. I just don't think there's enough around Aaron Rodgers to have him in my top five. My number five, my number five team is the Seattle Seahawks. This team's defense scares me. Now, Shaquille Griffin played great on this uh, Monday night game against the 49ers, but this defense has been torched and is inconsistent late in games. Also, Russell Wilson. The Seahawks asked Russell Wilson to pr- pretty much play a perfect game every single week, every single week in order to win. He has a lot of young, young, new to the team, new to the offense, uh, receiving threats. Yes, he does have uh, Chris Carson, who is a very good running back. Especially this team is a run-heavy team. But he has, he has, he does has uh, Josh Gordon. He does have DK Metcalf. But they're still Josh Gordon's new to the team. DK Metcalf still new to the league, inexperienced. He like like on Monday, a great example is he got the ball taken and stripped from him on the two-yard line about the score. There's just a lot of young moving pieces on this team, and that could be a problem when you get to playoff football, where you have to be perfect. Number four, I have the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are eight and one. They uh, lost to the last game they played. They lost to the Baltimore Ravens, and then they went on the bye. We'll see them again this weekend. Um, the reason why I have them at four with an eight and one record is because the, in my opinion, the Ravens are the only real good team they played, other than the Bills, which they did beat uh, because of a block punt, but. They got absolutely worked by the Ravens on a primetime game where they were trying to make a statement and could essentially have locked up the one seed in the uh, AFC. So I need to see more out of the Patriots. Their offense has been very lackluster. Tom Brady has not looked the same. So that's why I had them at four. Number three, the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints overall are probably the best overall team. They have um, Michael Thomas on offense, they have Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater as their backup. So if Drew Brees goes down, Teddy Bridgewater has shown that he can step right in and go 5-0. and Their defense has also made great improvements. Uh, Lattimore and Cam, Cam Jordan have played great this year. And just as a whole, this Saints team is definitely dangerous on both sides of the field. Uh, number two, at the bottom of Ravens. Lamar Jackson has proven that he can run an offense to... The best of anyone's abilities. He's leading the team in rushing. He's leading the team, obviously, in passing. They have two players on the path to have a thousand-yard season, a thousand-yard rushing season. Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. They hold the ball. 
their time of possession is insane. So they keep the, your offense off the field and they rest their defense. Their defense with this with the best secondary in the league with Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, Brandon Carr, and Earl Thomas is just insane. Any side of the field, anywhere, they have a chance to lock up your number one, your number two, and if you have a number three, they probably can cover them as well. Um, that's why I have them at number two and number one. The 49ers, uh, their defense, their D-line, and Richard Sherman and secondary have shown that they can bring a new sense of pressure to your quarterback that he has not had this season. Nick Bosa is single-handedly taking on all pros and beating them as a rookie. It is quite a sight to see. Their run game with Coleman and Brita has been amazing. Garoppolo has been great. In my opinion, he's been great. Uh, he did look a little shell-shocked in the later half of the Monday night game. Especially in overtime, he was throwing it to the wrong team. Um, but he didn't throw an interception. He kept them in the game. He got them a chance to win with the field goal. He put them in a good enough position to win with the field goal. So the 49ers, in my opinion, still have to be won. They're 8-1. And, and we're going to get to see a rematch of the 49ers and the Seahawks, which I can't wait. And, yeah, that's my power rankings.